Batavia was a huge, great new ship built in Holland out of oak from a Polish forest, and it was the flagship of the Dutch East India Company. And on its maiden voyage, it sailed down the west coast of Africa, and it did the new thing of sailing across between 36 and 39 south, rather than creep up Africa on the east side and then going across the the ocean. So it was headed for Batavia, which is now Jakarta in Indonesia, and that was the centre of the Dutch East India Company's activities. Now, because it was a bit uncertain as to when you turn north, there were quite a number of ships wrecked on the Western Australian coast, and the Batavia became one of these on its maiden voyage and filled with people and so forth. There followed a terrible story of mismanagement and murder and a rather unusual fellow who directed these murders to his own advantage. Um, The captain, however, sailed away to Batavia and got some help and was shocked to find that there were hardly any people left when he got back. Anyway, that's part of the story. But the other part that concerns us as lace makers is that in the recovery of the wreck, they found some samples of lace and they found some lace bobbins. Now, Norma was going to tell this story, but unfortunately she had to take a friend to hospital this morning, so she handed it over to me. And she handed over some of the bobbins. Uh, These are actually replicas of the precise bobbins that were found in the wreck. I'll just try and hold them up so you can see them. So they're the continental style of bobbins with the weight in the thickened wood at the ends rather than spangles, as we have in many English bobbins. And Rosemary Shepherd managed to get hold of photos of these fragments of lace that were found on the ship. Oh, wow. those. That's when they were found in their... Uh, found in the wreck. And it is bobbin lace and it is attached to fabric and Rosemary managed to reconstruct the whole pattern and the method of working it. Wow, and that's amazing. I'll just chime in just to describe what we were looking at, which is a very deteriorated sample of lace. I've seen it been under the sea for about 300 years. I don't wonder it was deteriorated. Yeah, yeah. it really looks like frayed seaweed. Mm. It's almost indecipherable as lace. And to have reconstructed it is extraordinary. Now, for those who wouldn't know, would you fit us in on who Rosemary Shepherd is? Rosemary was the curator of the Lace Study Centre collection and has written several books about lace, uh, most famously perhaps the introduction to bobbin lace making that uh, was the basis of many people's learning about making bobbin lace, but also books on early lace where she investigates old portraits and can see the structure of lace sometimes clearly enough to make patterns from the portraits. Wow. The the photos I've shown you come from her book, An Early Lace Workbook, which includes um, investigations into the history of laces based on the portraits, as well as this reconstruction right at the end of the the book. Did you know anything about the method of reconstruction, Diana? Well, by looking at high-definition photographs, you can see, even in some of the photos I showed you, which are photocopied from the book by Norma, you can see that the strands of lace are plaited so you can figure out the nature of the plaits and it also has a little bit of cloth work in parts of it a little spider sort of effect so you can see it's definitely bobbin lace and you can figure out probably any one of us can figure out at least roughly Mm. how to put it together reverse engineering yes reverse engineering it 